0: Thank you. Welcome, welcome to lesson of the day. Uh, we are in the review lessons, right, and we are reviewing for 10 days. Every day two lessons, and today in lesson 113 we are reviewing lesson 95 and 96. Let's just, before we start sharing the introduction, read these lessons together. For the morning and for the evening review, 95, I am one self united with my Creator. I am one self united with my Creator. Serenity and perfect peace are mine because I am one self, completely whole, at one with all creation and with God. And like lesson ninety-six, salvation comes from my one self. Salvation comes from my one self. From my one self whose knowledge still remains within my mind. I see God's perfect plan for my salvation perfectly fulfilled. Perfectly fulfilled. And so we will uh, repeat in the, um, on the hour, I'm oneself united with my Creator. And on the half hour, salvation comes from my oneself. And if we quickly just uh, review what those lessons were um, basically teaching us, in the lesson 95, Uh, I'm one-self united with my Creator. He would talk about how a human being sees himself, how you see yourself in time-space. And he made here a clear description that you see, I see myself as a human being, as a ridiculous parody on God's creation. And yes, you can laugh about it, but it is very true, right? And he also talks about, uh, that's in the same second paragraph, that you are trying to hold together that concept by its erratic and capricious maker. I will see how you're going to translate that. The erratic and capricious maker, <laughs> to which you pray, he says, <laughs> and and you know the whole thing is a little bit uh, a kind of quite a challenge, yeah, because the challenge is really um, of seeing that it takes some discipline to do the lesson. And every time I find myself that I have forgotten to practice exactly as I'm asked to do, and I try then sometimes to repeat it in that as soon as possible, more often, <laughs> to make up to it. No? Uh, but that's really where the challenge is, yeah? That I actually could stay in my mind exactly as I'm asked to practice and uh, he also goes in in that lesson in uh, in the entirety of really recognizing yourself you know like i am oneself is a complete description of the whole self you know as we are seeing ourselves uh, united, secure in light and joy and peace, he calls it. And so the next lesson, 96, that we are also reviewing and repeating today is uh, also a clarity that that what I call a problem that is actually completely meaningless cannot be resolved here, cannot be resolved in time-space. And that is uh, quite valuable to know because then there is um, a real access to heaven and a direct direct way home. He will also here look with us how we have denied our true self and our, our source. And it is in the fifth paragraph where he says that, that that source has been denied. It's a source of strength. And that mind sees itself as helpless, as limited, as weak, and he calls that a dissociation. You know, the dissociation is when we go in our mind into the separation, when we dissociate from the truth. And here he says, dissociated from from its function. Now, it thinks, and that is really how every human mind thinks most of its time. That it is alone, it is separate, and it is attacked by armies massed against itself and hiding in the body's frail support. And now we understand also why that body identity has become so strong, has become such an emphasis Because it is really the base for the denial of the truth. And he will look with us in the introduction of these review lessons at that unwillingness. Because when there's unwillingness, we are looking actually to arrive at willingness. And the willingness would be a willingness to accept the truth, right? To accept and recognize that it is true that I am oneself united with my Creator. And not following and setting myself up for rituals that actually will keep me in the denial. (laughs) So let's look at that introduction of the review. Because he first makes clear that, well, you are asked to observe a special format. There is a format given how to do the lesson. And that is what we are asked to follow. And he, he uses the word at the end of the first paragraph that you are urged to follow just as closely as you can. Yeah. See, he doesn't go for perfection. He says clearly, as closely, you know, which means the best I can. Yeah. See, there's nobody there who is going to judge us. <laughs> and uh so there, in that sense there's a complete relief of okay if i cannot do that perfectly i'm still not a sinner see the idea of being a sinner or sin is real is still very heavy on the human consciousness in the human mind's consciousness we still need to experience that release of that burden of sin. I'm just watching a series. <laughs> I'm not into series at all, but it is on Netflix. I'm not gonna make here some commercial about Netflix, <laughs> but I don't know if it is anywhere else. And it is the story about Juana Inés. And I don't know if you saw it. Yeah. And, okay, (laughs) Lourdes saw it (laughs) very well. So the whole Spanish community saw it. (laughs) (laughs) And it is about that beautiful woman who is criolla, like she's a mix in in genetics. And she's at the court in Mexico. And there's no way she can stay at the court since she is not pure Spanish. And of course, there are plenty of intrigues going on, because there is, the, uh, there is that lady, the viceroy, uh, viceroy uh, falling in love with her. And so she's, she has to go to the, uh, to, to the monastery, and she becomes a nun. But she is going to the wrong monastery, to the Kamelids, where it's very strict. She can't stand it. She can't stay there. She's basically freed of that. But her dedication to God by her own experience is still there. So she is looking for, and they're finding a new monastery for her it is what are they called the harmonites uh Hieronymites her, her, or uh, i don't know but they following san Agustin, yeah yes, yes. and they are much looser and yet it is quite strict to her and there again there is she falls in love with the woman visiting her who again is is the the wife of the viceroy and so but what what i'm just in the middle of the series i'm not yet finished it's probably all getting really bad yeah, or really good but uh, you know her dedication is through the art of writing through the art of poetry to express her love and dedication to god and it is uh, that following that special format is not really her saying yeah? however it is, because uh, there's always this questioning everything in her mind, which is a good saying. you know we should question our self-identity and of course we should question always the form, because the form, is always fake you know it is just a helpful tool in order to see that there is a natural way of remembering and so uh, the willingness really to to have a connection with god is really the willingness to remember and she has that willingness to remember and to live it she is actually a pure innocent heart which wants to express that without limits and here in the introduction it is exactly where jesus is confronting that in our mind that we are not supposed to set it up as a ritual and we are, we should not be uh, caught up in a ritualistic idea of how to do that and how to change our mind. But to be, uh, and and he, he he uses the word that we are dealing here actually with your unwillingness for the entire truth. I mean, it's amazing to see that when I'm caught up in a ritualistic way that I'm actually unwilling to go home right now, right? And then it is set up in some established way of however churches have established their way of seeing of the truth. And of course we know none of this is really true. So first he says uh, that we understand, of course, that's the second paragraph that it may be impossible for you to undertake what is suggested here as optimal each day and every hour of the day. Yeah. So we are not talking about perfection. We are not talking about optimal and learn but learning, and that again is immediately the relief. Immediately liberates us that learning will not be hampered when we miss a practice period because it is impossible at the appointed time. Nor is it necessary that we make excessive efforts to be sure that we catch up in terms of numbers. Right? We are not counting how well we are doing that. But here now, let's listen very carefully to the next uh, sentences because they are very important throughout the entire mind training, no matter if we are on the first day or if we think we are doing that for many, many years. Rituals are not our aim. And I just make a full stop here rituals are not our aim we are not aiming for rituals and it would defeat our goal right it is actually a block to the awareness to reach the goal now now the next paragraph is one of my favorite paragraphs in that whole introduction learning will be hampered when you skip a practice period because you are unwilling to devote the time to it that you are asked to give see we make an emphasis on unwilling yeah or he uses really the translation also when willingness is missing you know, the falta ¿no? it's actually a nice expression in spanish i like that yeah? in english we have it easy it's just one word yeah? unwillingness yeah you can teach that to our spanish brothers they they want to learn english <laughs> unwillingness <laughs> okay next sentence do not deceive yourself in this here again it is unwillingness can be most carefully concealed behind a cloak of situations you cannot control okay think about that 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 is beyond your control, yeah, in uh, whatever type of situations. That's what you use in order to stay unwilling. Yeah, we are calling it excuses, right? You know, I'm full of excuses when I'm unwilling. And then everything is as it is, and however it is happening, and it is all some fault of somebody else, and you know, like I, I know a brother, I know brothers, who have done this course for many many years, and it was very obvious there was a mistake, you know, in the communication with other brothers. Yeah? Because it became a kind of using their money in order to fulfill whatever idea of mission or whatever. yeah. And when it was about to face that confrontation, to take the responsibility for it, all that was heard of these brothers was, excuses who else was responsible for it Yeah, or what other institution was responsible and that's exactly what needs to change that's exactly why we are doing a mind training even after 10, 20, 30 years because it cannot be that there is somebody outside myself the cause of what I think is going on. So learn to distinguish situations that are purely suited to your practicing from those that you establish to uphold, he calls it a camouflage for your unwillingness. And so we we are asked to distinguish situations. And those practice periods that you have lost because you didn't want to do them for whatever reason, they should be done as soon as you have changed your mind about your goal. What is your goal? Your goal is to remember the truth, to remember that connection with Him, to remember the oneness of our mind with God's. And therefore, I am using the means of a lesson in order to apply it, in order to make a stop during the day, to just stop for a moment. It just asks for a moment, looking at the idea, just having a moment of quietness, a moment of relief, a moment of remembrance. You are unwilling to cooperate in practicing salvation. Only if it, it, if it interferes with goals, you hold more dear. So you see, it is a question of values. It's a question of what, is, what has priority in my life. Yeah? It is a question if I let things interfere with my goals for remembering. And that is, he calls it, practicing salvation. So let's be willing to cooperate in practicing salvation because that is what we ask. When you withdraw the value given them, allow your practice periods to be replacements replacements for your litanies. Those are litanies to them. They gave you nothing. But your practicing can offer everything to you, and so accept the offering and be at peace. Accept the offering and be at peace. At peace. Now, in the next paragraphs, he will explain exactly what we have to do. Yeah, that that format you should use for these reviews is following. Devote five minutes twice a day or longer, if you would prefer to, to considering the thoughts that are assigned. Read over the ideas and comments that are written down for each day's exercise and then begin, here it is, to think about them. Let's think about them while letting your mind relate them to your needs, your seeming problems, and all your concerns. Okay, we are supposed to think about today that I am oneself united with my Creator at the full hour, and at every half hour, salvation comes from my one self. Place the ideas within your mind. Let it use them as it chooses. Give it faith that it will use them wisely, being helped in its decisions by the one who gave the thoughts to you. What can you trust but what is in your mind? Have faith in these reviews. You see, that's an instruction. That's an invitation. Let's have faith. Have faith in these reviews. The means the Holy Spirit uses will not fail. The wisdom of your mind will come to your assistance. Give direction at the outset. Then lean back in quiet, Face. Let the mind employ the thoughts you gave as they were given you for it to use, as they were given you to use in faith. You have been given them in perfect trust, in perfect confidence that you would use them well. In perfect faith, that you would see the messages and use them for yourself. Offer them to your mind. in that same trust and confidence and faith it will not fail it is the Holy Spirit's chosen means for your salvation and since it has his trust his means must surely merit yours as well So we emphasize the benefits to you if you devote the first five minutes of the day to your reviews and also give the last five minutes of your waking day to them so that those are the twice a day morning and evening and if that cannot be done at least try to divide them so you undertake one in the morning and the other in the hour just before you go to sleep. And the exercises to be done throughout the day, they are equally important, and he says, perhaps of even greater value. You have been inclined to practice only at appointed times and then get, go on your way to other things, you know. Live your day, whatever chop you are in, family, your kids, whatever you are doing. Yeah, don't make anything special. Don't set up a ritual. Go on your way to other things without applying what you learned to them. So you are asked to apply it. As a result, you have gained little reinforcement and have not given your learning a fair chance to prove how great are its potential gifts to you. Here is another chance to use it well. Another chance. We have already done the lessons, each lesson a day. Here's another chance, a second chance. In these reviews, we stress the need to let your learning not lie idly by between your longer practice periods. Attempt to give your daily two ideas, a brief but serious review each hour. And use one on the hour and the other one a half an hour later. And you need not give more than just a moment to each one. Just give it a moment, repeat it and allow your mind to rest a little time in silence and in peace. Repeat it and let the mind rest a moment in silence and in peace. And then turn to other things, but try to keep the thought with you. Let it serve to help you keep your peace throughout the day as well. You see, he directs us, be alert, be vigilant, to keep the peace throughout the day. Keep that peace of your remembrance of the truth of God with you, no matter where you go, no matter what you do. And in case, if you are shaken, think of it again. These practice periods are planned to help you form a habit, the habit of applying what you learn each day to everything you do. So do not repeat the thought and lay it down. Its usefulness is limitless to you. I cannot hear that often enough, you know, that there is a usefulness that offers me unlimited recognition, unlimited experience. And it is meant to serve you in all ways, in all times, in all places, and whenever you need help of any kind. And then try to take it with you, try the best you can. Take it with you in the, he calls it that way, in the busyness of the day. You know, we are all busy doing thousands of things. Take it with you in the busyness of the day and now here's the action of mine, make it holy. Make it holy and worthy of God's Son and make it acceptable to God and to your true self. Beautiful. Those are clear indications, clear instructions, how I should go along in living a lesson throughout the day. And each day's review assignments will conclude with a restatement of the thought to use each hour and the one to be applied on each half hour as well. And forget them not. And he calls it here clearly again. It's a second chance. And this second chance with each of these ideas will bring such large advances that we come from these reviews with learning gains so great that we will continue on on more solid ground with firmer footsteps and with stronger faith. What a beautiful expression, isn't it? on more solid ground, with firmer footsteps, and with stronger faith. We are here truly strengthened through the miracle, through the power of light. You know, we're just coming from miracles are seen in light. Miracles are seen in light, and light and strength are one. Light and peace and joy abide in me. I am as God created me and today I am oneself united with my creator and salvation comes from my oneself. Do not forget how little you have learned. Do not forget how much you can learn now. Do not forget your father's need of you as you review these thoughts he gave to you. So, again, let's not forget. It is a remembrance. Let's just give each other and ourselves just an instant of not forgetting, of remembrance. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to finish up with Chapter 10, Section 2, which was titled as The Decision to Forget. And he actually talks about when, when you are in the forgetting, that's really where it becomes attack, because it becomes denial of the truth, right? And he uses again here the word dissociation. And he says right at the beginning that knowledge must precede dissociation. Uh, so it must precede dissociation. So that dissociation is nothing more than a decision to forget. And what, what has been forgotten then appears to f- be fearful but only because the dissociation is an attack on truth. You're fearful because you have forgotten. Amazing, isn't it? You know, there's no, uh, it's just a human emotional, emotion or thought, idea coming from the separation, coming from an idea of there would be a possibility to forget who I am to forget the perfection of creation, which actually is impossible in itself. It's not possible to forget in truth. Let's continue. You have replaced your knowledge by an awareness of dreams because you are afraid of your dissociation, not of what you have dissociated. And when what you have dissociated is accepted it ceases to be fearful yet to give up the dissociation of reality brings more than merely lack of fear in this decision lie and he uses again those words joy and peace and the glory of creation so offer the holy spirit only And here it is, what we made emphasis throughout that introduction of the lesson. Offer the Holy Spirit only your willingness to remember. Let's offer God our willingness to remember. For He retains the knowledge of God and of Yourself for you, waiting for your acceptance. I mean, we are saying Everything is just waiting for me, right? Everybody is already in heaven. Just, I am the last one. I have as the last one to remember the truth, and to offer that to the whole Sonship, to offer it to the Holy Spirit, waiting for my acceptance. So give up gladly everything that would stand in the way of your remembering. For God is in your memory. His voice will tell you that you are part of Him when you are willing to remember Him. When I am willing to remember Him. And know your own reality again. And know my own reality again. Let nothing in this world delay your remembering of Him, for in this remembering is the knowledge of yourself. To remember is merely to restore to your mind what is already there. Thank you. You do not make what you remember. You merely accept again what is already there but was rejected, right? It was rejected. The ability to accept truth in this world is the perceptual counterpart of creating in the kingdom. God will do His part if you will do yours. And His return in exchange for yours is the exchange of knowledge for perception see, knowledge must be reached or must be remembered because it comes directly from God, as we know. It's not part of the miracle. It's not part of the change of mind. Knowledge is really to remember who we are. It comes with a clarity from direct experience. We cannot do anything for it except to really will it above all else. Nothing is beyond His will for you, but signify your will to remember Him. And behold, He will give you everything but for the asking. Ha! Asa. Awesome. Say just for the asking, it is going to be given. And here it is, when it is kept in the smallness, in the limitation, because that is what attack is, because it's always attack upon the truth. When you attack, you are denying yourself. You are specifically teaching yourself that you are not what you are. That is a human being walking around, but I'm a body, I'm a body, this world is real, don't you see? That is attack, literally. Your denial of reality precludes the acceptance of God's gift because you have accepted something else in its place. If you understand that this is always an attack on truth, and truth is God, say to me, truth is God, you will realize why it is always fearful. If you further recognize that you are part of God, you will understand why it is that you always attack yourself first. And here it is again, all attack is self-attack. It cannot be anything else. Arising from your own decision not to be what you are, it is an attack on your identification. Attack is thus the way in which your identification is lost. Because when you attack, you must have forgotten what you are. And if your reality is God's, when you attack, you are not remembering Him. And this is not because he's gone, but because you are actively choosing not to remember him. Amazing. If you realized the complete havoc this makes of your peace of mind, you could not make such an insane decision. You make it only because you still believe it can get you something you want. It follows then, that you want something other than peace of mind, but you have not considered what it must be. Yet the logical outcome of your decision is perfectly clear if you will only look at it. By deciding against your reality, you have made yourself vigilant against God and his kingdom. And it is this vigilance that makes you afraid to remember him. You have, not, you have not attacked God and you do love Him, is the next sentence of the next section, right? And that is the truth. You have not attacked God and you do love Him. Can you change your reality? No one can will to destroy himself. When you think you are attacking yourself, it is a sure sign that you hate what you think you are, and this and only this can be attacked by you. So, you see, here is enough emphasis given how important it is to actually stick with that lesson, to take those instructions with me, because this is the counter-dream. This is the offering. Forgiveness is a counter-dream, dear one says. And we invite you to really join us every day in this lesson, or with this lesson, going with the lesson to the video of the day. And we are in the teacher's manual, and here today we are having with the master teacher the loving our neighbor as ourself, And the subtitle is, and he has shown us greater works, and we have marvelled. And he will do. He will do in this uh, video. Uh, he will rep- in in the teacher's manual. What are the levels of teaching? Right. I'm not going to go into that. But it is that part where he is talking about. that that there are no accidents in salvation, you know? And where he explains there's no chance encounter, you know? And he uses that example. You might choose somebody in the elevator, and you think, well, you know, it's just a chance encounter, or it's just by accident. But it isn't so. Uh, Two apparent strangers meeting anywhere, you know? is actually an invitation to remember the truth. It is an opportunity for salvation. And that's what I offer here myself in this session of the lesson of the day, or in joining with that mind, Christ mind, as represented of the Master Teacher in the video of today. You will simply have an experience Of healing in your mind and that's what it serves so I thank you so much I've just here um, some last sound uh, to wrap that up and you just go along in your day and just do as Jesus asks you how to apply that lesson and how to be happy and in peace throughout the day And I bless you, I send you these blessings from our one whole mind in which we receive blessing from God directly. And that's what we share. So I love you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Voice from Heaven, live in the Miracles Healing Center. Remember that God's voice speaks to you all through the day, that God goes with you wherever you go, and that God is the mind with which you think. God bless us, everyone.